0: Again, everybody. We welcome you into ESP Media coverage. Moeller Fighting Crusader Athletics, as today it is the back nine. It's springtime. It's green outside. There's flowers blooming. There's trees that are blooming. And we're here to talk a little bit of golf with head coach Dan Dunlap and the gold head coach for the uh, the gold team, Andrew O'Brien, here with us. And, guys, uh, appreciate you being in here again. Dan, good to see you, man.
1: Yeah, good seeing you as well. We love coming on here once a month talking Moeller golf and everything in the golf world.
0: Everything in the golf world. And before we get started, I mean, I, to me, I, I'm not sure I haven't heard a lot about golf in the last week or so. Is there anything <laughs> happening in the world of golf that maybe I need to get caught up on? <laughs> I
1: think this guy named Tiger uh, might a, have won a tournament, was I was guess? A Is it 1999? Is it
0: not 2019? How incredible was it? I mean, I, I just, to me, it was the most... Memorable thing in a sporting event that I've watched for sure in the last 10 years, without a doubt, maybe the last 25 years.
1: Yeah, and we'll get into it in a little bit and on our trip back from St. Louis on Sunday. It actually worked out perfect because of the weather down in Augusta. We were, uh, the tea times got pushed up earlier at Augusta, right? Yep. So while we're driving back, uh, Coach O'Brien and myself took the uh, 10 boys to a B Dubs and uh, we were able to watch uh, pretty much the whole back. Oh, nine at I can't a B-dubs wait to hear about that. Where was that? Illinois, Indiana, someplace? <laughs> Real closer. Effingham, Illinois. Effingham, <laughs> he knows exactly where we were at. <laughs> yeah, there
0: we so. go. <laughs> oh, that, that is so cool. I can't wait to hear a little bit about that. We, we certainly will get into that just a little bit. So, Andrew O'Brien, the, the uh, coach of the gold squad uh, for the the varsity uh let's talk a little bit about the Moeller golf program and and maybe explain to what the gold team is we've got you've got the the jv with coach roth we had him in here last time now we got coach o'brien in here this time with you let's talk a little bit about how the whole golf program is set up
1: yeah great question so uh back in 1994 uh hall of famer coach rick bonet uh wanted a development uh kind of team for the varsity level and that's when he created the gold team and that was actually my freshman year Uh, I was fortunate enough to be on the varsity freshman year and I was part of that gold schedule so uh, we like to say it's one varsity team but it's broken up into two schedules so instead of just having six or seven or eight guys on a varsity team that only can play one schedule of 20 dates each Coach Bonet added on a whole nother schedule called the Gold Schedule, and now we have another 20 dates. So now we can keep 12 or 13 players in the varsity and get them experience. So – uh, there's a huge difference between varsity-level golf courses and JV-level golf courses as sure. far as the length of them, the toughness of them, things like that. So, yeah, it started in 1994, and uh, Coach Mike Cassidy was the first uh, assistant coach that ran the gold schedule starting in 94, and his son played for Moeller before that. And uh, Coach Cassidy ran that schedule up until 2000. Uh, 2000- 14-15, and then uh, when I took over as head coach, uh, brought on Coach O'Brien, and he's been uh, running the gold schedule ever since.
0: So, Andrew, tell me a little bit about then what it is you're kind of trying to uh, accomplish with the guys there and, and motivate them and, and get them ready for competition.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I think motivation always comes from you know wanting to be better. Getting better proves that you're moving up to the blue schedule. Uh, so you know my job, you know, basically on the gold sche- with the gold schedule, the gold team, is to just get the guys prepared for each and every tournament. You know, get them in the right mindset. Uh, you know, kind of get them feeling that level of competition, sure. and uh, you making sure that they. Are uh, they're ready to play? They're taking it one shot at a time. You know, moving after uh, you moving on after bad shots, and just getting prepared. You know, for that upper varsity schedule. A lot of these kids, you know, that are uh, you know playing on the gold schedule, they might be a little younger, so just might be you know kind of waiting the time for the seniors to graduate who are currently on the blue team. So you know, take that gold schedule, get them you know varsity you know ready and whatnot, uh, and then they move up to the blue team. I, I and I think it's so
0: important too, and, and I know we talked to Coach Roth about this last time as well that. You you've got to keep these guys mentally ready to play because they're they are a future part of, of what's going on with, with the varsity program. So it's it's not there just to okay I'm on a team and I get to play some free golf or whatever. I mean you're there trying you're coaching you're trying to get these guys better to get them ready to when they do play for the the varsity. Absolutely, we're trying to
2: win. Uh, it's all about yeah. winning you know and uh, I know last year we uh, we had a good uh good record in our uh, in our dual matches you know a couple uh one stroke victories which is awesome you know uh, Michael Kern <laughs> for example yeah you know, on the, on the mill course you know state champion Michael Kern basketball team got to give them a shout out
0: basketball I didn't yeah. hear about the basketball
2: team so. <laughs> <laughs> what, what a great win uh but yeah he, he made like a five-footer on the uh, ninth hole at the mill to uh to clinch the match last year against Elder it just you know having putts like that you know on the ninth hole he doesn't really know exactly where it is but every every single stroke is big and he was playing a Really good match at the time, so it was a huge par putt, and that's just uh, that's kind of just building into like the confidence. Uh, you know, Michael you know, ended up uh, you know being a big part of our team last year, lead uh, as a leader, and that kind of proven right there and uh, on the gold and blue team.
0: I, and I remember Dan, we were talking about Michael too, and, and what he does off the course as well. The fact that he is going to be what the, the captain of all of the the, the academic Honor's side Society, of the National yeah. Honor Society, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. And what we were talking about uh, last time as well on the podcast the strength of our schedule in our whole program is so unique and top to bottom Uh, for the, for the top varsity team, we only have 20 dates. So we're, we're invited to so many solid good tournaments around the state of Ohio the gold schedule is absolutely amazing. You know, I tell people all the time, there are so many high schools. I'd say 90% of the high schools out there would love to sign on the dotted line for our gold schedule just because we're very fortunate that we're able to send our, our gold team to all these tournaments around the state of Ohio just because our, our blue schedule is already filled with the, with the top tournaments.
0: I think that's a great opportunity for all these these young men then to just to to better their games just to to want to be involved with this program. It, it's got to make it tough for coaches now. Obviously, you're attracting very good athletes to come and play and to be a part of this team. So that makes the competition, I'm sure just to be on the team pretty. Tough and, and when you get to the tryout period
1: yeah we talk about that from the moment I have the meeting with the incoming freshmen when they're eighth grade and their parents that uh, we use a term called healthy competition oh yeah any yeah. good, team i don't care what sport it is is going to have healthy competition amongst themselves and uh it's okay if two teammates want to go out and beat each other you know that's that's healthy (laughs) you know uh we have 24 guys in the program last year they all wanted to beat each other in tryouts uh, matches tournaments they all wanted to prove themselves but at the end of the day we're all wearing that molar golf shirt we're all wearing that molar bag and we're all pulling for each other and that's where um that's where our, our leadership comes in because we've had guys over the years that have not been the best golfers on the team, but they've been so supportive yeah. of the rest of the guys, and they're there for every match and tournament, even though they might not be playing, just to support the guys. and, and that, That's one of those team camaraderie and team bonding like the trip we just went on. You know, that's, that's where that builds that importance.
0: Uh, and we're going to talk about the trip coming up. Yeah. You mentioned the St. Louis trip. C- Coach Andrew O'Brien, first off, let I me mean, get a little bit of your background. So, I mean, I know that, that Dan's a Moeller alum. Tell me about your background as far as the whole world of Moeller and, and golf and in other
2: athletics. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I kind of grew up, you know, going to, you know, Moeller sporting events. My brother went to Moeller, so naturally I just had to go to Moeller. <laughs> uh, graduated in 2011, played golf for Moeller uh, from 2007 to 10 two years on the JV, two years on the varsity. And uh, kind of how we're talking about, you know, two separate teams. I was, you know, kind of a great example of how, you know, two separate teams on each level really allowed me to mature as a molar golfer. You know, my freshman year kind of paid my dues, played on the, uh, the lower team, you know, was a nice leader on that team. And then my sophomore year, uh, you know, was definitely a good leader on that JV team. And same thing as varsity. You know, my junior year kind of paid my dues. And then, uh, fortunately enough, I, I played on a fantastic golf team in 2010, so I, I didn't have the opportunity to really play on the upper team too, too often, uh, but I played on the gold team a lot in 2010, and I was definitely a key uh, key aspect in that team. Uh, we were very quite good, uh, and that kind of, uh, you know, kind of just like going through the, you know, three years prior to more golf really allowed me to kind of take leadership of that team uh, and, you know, kind of be a senior. There was a couple sophomores on the team, a couple juniors, and I feel like they definitely looked up to me, and it, it also yeah. kind of... Also prepare me to uh, to do this job, uh, you know, kind of you know playing on that gold team, kind of really understanding what it was about. Yep, um, you know, allowed me to you know come in, you know, be the uh, be the golf fish of that team. And I think you know, kind of.
0: Well, I think that's a great example because I you're still dealing with teenage boys, and, and there are <laughs> egos that, that can be involved with this, and just a little, just a tad, a <laughs> little bit for sure. So for for you, Andrew, then to have been on the gold team, to have experienced what it means to to try and, and continue to better your game to make sure that that you get a chance to play on the varsity squad the, the blue squad how I mean how has that helped you then to kind of pass that on to these young men as they're kind of going through this like oh I should I should be playing varsity and I mean every every kid goes through that doesn't matter what school you go to, what sports you play. I mean I think everybody in their mindset always thinks that okay, Maybe I'm just a little bit better than I truly
2: am, and you need to really look yourself in the mirror and and check yourself a little bit sometimes. Yeah, whenever kids, you kind of talk to me like, "Oh man, I, I wish I was playing up." I always say, "Prove it to us." You have 18 holes today. You are we're both playing 18 hole tournaments. They might be over in Dublin. We might be in let's say Dayton. 18 holes. Go play lights out, and the coaching staff will realize that. And if you play better than the kids did up in Columbus, I mean, I can guarantee you, you yes. are going to get your shot. It's all about proving it. Sure. Um, so that's what the gold yeah. schedule is. you, know, you got to prove it. Um, there was multiple times when I, I did, and I got the opportunity to go up and whatnot. And uh, so I kind of tell kids, you know, kind of uh, just go out there, play your game, and uh, just show us that you belong on that upper team. Uh, until then, you know, it's probably going to take a little bit, more, uh, little bit more practice, a little Keep bit working. more hard work. Yeah, absolutely. Dan, I mean,
0: then to have somebody that has that right mindset and that right frame – of mine going in to helping these young men, that's going to make your job knowing that's well taken care of back behind what what you're trying to accomplish.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm so fortunate to have the assistant coaches I do, including Coach O'Brien. And uh, you know, one thing I always tell people about is his love for the game of golf is <laughs> just greater than anybody else I've I've ever met. Uh, I mean, this guy. In the past year, he'll get in his car and drive to Michigan. He drove to uh, what Philadelphia, New York. I mean, yeah. uh, he played golf all over the place and uh, you go just, to warmer
2: places, by the way, than uh, Michigan Michigan Northern Michigan in the, the uh, at the end of June. I highly recommend it. You know what? It's you're absolutely 10:30 right and it is perfect. Yeah, so, uh, I would agree
1: with it. that. Yeah, so so I just love his his love of the game, and uh, I, I always remember Coach Bonet used to say uh, during banquets, things like that. One of the greatest. Um, uh, things was having former players come back and be a part of the program, such as myself and a former assistant coach, Scott Sweeney. But, uh, you know, now as a head coach, um, I'm no longer that that big brother I once was to these kids as I was uh, much younger in the days. You know, now I'm uh, twice the age of of our players. It happens. uh, (laughs) Coach O'Brien's filled that role perfectly. A lot of times he's that big brother. He's closer in age. He understands their crazy music interests that uh, I just don't get. (laughs) uh, Uh, Trust me, I'm even further (laughs) removed from it than you are. So So It's great to have that because I can see a lot of similarities in my progression as an assistant coach starting back in 2003 and how I learned in how uh, Coach O'Brien's like a sponge. You know, he, he, he and I talk a lot golf, but not just golf, life and uh, yeah. coaching and, and – Things like that. It's it's you know I, I look back upon it's the kind of the same progression I took with Coach Bonet and I see Coach O'Brien doing this as well. It's and, gonna uh, be fun. Who to knows? See that. Someday uh, he'll be sitting in this seat and talking it, to you yeah. as head coach. And well, we're getting <laughs> even the experience now.
0: Well, you know, and, and golf is this unique sport too of of how I, and I shouldn't maybe limit it to just golf, but how it, it can make you grow as a person and, and what you're trying to do in the rest of your life. So most guys aren't going to go out and be Tiger Woods that that are coming through Moeller or even St. X, Elder, or wherever, LaSalle. But you do have to go out and and make yourself a living. And and I see a shirt that that Coach Andrew O'Brien is wearing right now saying Sonder Brewing that you actually turned me on to at the Stag, at at the Sports Stag. He he now is helping out with a a small business here in town, trying to, to make a business go at it. So is, do you think that, that the golf has kind of helped you prepare you for that? And, and also maybe being a coach, too, how they kind of work hand in hand?
2: Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, it's always about, you know, kind of taking responsibility and taking ownership. And, uh, you know, I think especially for the job I have now, it's all about kind of self-motivation. There's plenty of times when it's 4 o'clock and you can just kind of end your day. There's no one really watching. But, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, kind of like, you know, Doing my job last year working, you know, at a different job and kind of planning and, and preparing for, you know, coaching golf and doing this and time management. And it's all about self-motivation. You know, I don't, I don't, I guess, you know, <laughs> coaching golf and, you know, working your full-time job, it's it's a lot to do. So, uh, yeah, you is. know, it's uh, it's kind of like that self-motivation to want to do that, to want to better, you know, the metamolar, uh, you know, her golfing. You want to kind of be in that, you know, kind of big brother shoe in a way. Sure, so, uh, yeah. Yeah, so definitely this job, you know, uh, has definitely, you know, kind of helped me uh, – well, I tell people in in the case they don't know what Sonder Brewing is. Sonder Brewing, brand new craft brewery that opened up about 6 months ago. It's located up in Mason in the uh, little business district right on Duke Boulevard behind P&G. We're making some delicious beers. They're very light, drinkable, crushable. Uh they're not <laughs> they're, they're not like weird, you know, uh you know, uh, fruity, you know, kind of I mean, there are some fruity ones, but uh, you know, something though. Some of those craft beers can really be kind of off-putting. Uh, ours are uh, are definitely uh, very, very drinkable. Different, how many are out there? Uh, we have about thirteen to nice. fourteen right now on tap. Right. So, if you like a good lager or pilsner, I do. We're I making do. some of the best lagers and pilsners in the city. Come check I tell us out. you what, guys,
1: this just got me thinking. Uh, who do we need to talk to at Sonder? Because <laughs> Greg, don't we need sponsors for I this? I uh, that back we night? do. <laughs> how, how
0: nice would it be to maybe do a, uh, a little remote? podcast at Sondra We could do that. I think that we would be could a do good thing. <laughs> and partake just a little bit. So Sondra check it out up in, in Mason. So I, that's where we need to do pre-planning
1: for the next podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> so that's a, that's I think, a great idea. I think it most definitely is. So. I agree.
0: And of course, Andrew O'Brien thinks that as well. Yeah. Let's uh, talk about St. Louis. Uh, you guys had a chance, a very unique opportunity for, for the varsity squad to go and take part in a spring outing. And uh, yep. just a, a great gathering that that took place last weekend.
1: Yeah, it was. Uh, we actually lucked out with the weather. Uh, g- bad weather came in on Sunday. But we left yeah. on Friday, and uh, we stopped at a golf course uh, somewhere on the border of Illinois, Indiana. Had a nice practice on Friday. Got the kids at the hotel late Friday night. Uh, Saturday, uh, um, a bunch of the kids went down to see the St. Louis uh, Arch there. And uh, then we got ready to go to play Sunset Country Club. It was... Uh, First ever Marianist uh, only Catholic golf tournament with uh, teams from, uh, you know, many different states. And uh, it was really interesting to be a part of. And I know the coach that's starting it's from uh, Chaminade, St. Louis. He's looking to grow this thing into a really big tournament. Uh, You know, he didn't get all the teams he wanted this year. Uh, He reached out to teams from all over Texas, Oklahoma, Nebraska, Kansas, uh, Illinois, Indiana, Ohio. Start small. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, he's actually looking for it to rotate around. I told him, unfortunately, we wouldn't be able to host anything in the spring because that's that's not a molar golf uh, uh, season, so we're a fall sport. So all these other teams that were playing, they're right smack dab in the middle of their season. Oh, really? Yeah, oh. they're all spring sports out there. And, uh Yeah, one, one coach I was talking to out there from Nebraska, they had an eight-hour drive into St. Louis, and uh, they were going through – flooding and just uh he said the weather's been so bad that they've had 90 percent of their practice have been indoors and they've only had three matches or tournaments up until this date because the weather's so bad and so i was telling those coaches how lucky we are to be playing a fall sport so our boys get spring summer to prepare for it i i I don't know how those coaches do it with a with the spring sport like that because you can't prepare in november december january february too well but um yeah, so we had both our, our teams, our both our varsities out there, and uh, uh, we played okay. We finished second in the tournament, and uh, nice. two of our sophomores last year, Matt Dalton and Thomas Henderson, were co-medalists, so we had the two lowest scores of the whole tournament as well, so that was a very uh, good, positive thing to see. Uh, very very tough golf course. Coach O'Brien can talk about it as well. That uh, our boys have never seen before, and uh, you know the wind picked up. The greens were running pretty fast, and uh, yeah, for never playing that golf course before, I, I we did okay. We uh, we went out there and competed hard, and uh, second place finish. Obviously, the competitor and me wanted to pull out a victory, especially <laughs> having the two low scores of the tournament. But uh, I think we're going to use that as motivation for the guys that didn't play so sure. well. Uh, as, get their uh, games right for August 1st.
0: Andrew how is it as far as playing on a course that that you haven't seen and, and you're, you're bringing these guys out here how much do you have to kind of rein the guys in they just want to get out there and do like Phil Mickelson and just bomb the ball and
2: uh, <laughs> as he, as he was going to do on Sunday for sure. Yeah. It's super important, you know, to always just hit the ball to where you can see it. If There's a dog leg, you know, definitely hit it to the end of the dog leg, you know, put it in the fairway and then you just kind of go from there. So golf course like that, we were lucky enough to have a, a family of ours. They actually uh, drove out to St. Louis a couple weekends before and Uh-oh. took some notes on the course, a little scouting, uh, a little hey, scouting. You... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Went and uh, played in the tournament. Uh, that, that player uh, actually played extremely well that day, won that golf tournament, you know, so I had some uh, good vibes going into this weekend, but, uh, but yeah, family doing that was definitely big, you know, kind of uh, giving our players a little bit of guideline on, you know, how to play each and every hole. Uh, but, you know, in terms of court coaching a, a new golf course, uh, there's definitely, you know, a few things that you need to look for. You know, definitely look on the scorecard and you see, uh, I def- definitely see where the par threes are. I know Coach Dunlap really enjoys, you know, kind of sitting on the par threes. It's a good opportunity to watch each and every one of your kids come through. And for that course, uh, for example, there was a, uh, the fourth hole there. It's about 150-yard par three on the scorecard. It looks like 150, but it plays just directly downhill. Yeah were swirling oh, sure. winds, there was water in the in the front of it, uh, and it was huge to sit on that tee and to, you know, kind of give the kids a good yardage as to, you know, how far to hit it exactly. Um, you know, so just, you know, we playing a new golf course, definitely, you know, hanging on the par threes and uh, just checking out for any, uh, any obstacles to come and make them aware of it.
1: And I, a lot of times what ends up happening uh, for this tournament, for example, Coach O'Brien's uh, gold team went off first, so they were kind of the guinea pigs. And so... <laughs> Therefore, uh, a lot of our guys, like our our number one and two men that were playing last, we were able to have the distance dialed in on a lot of these holes just because oh, sure. of what the previous yeah. guys did yeah. with wind direction, things like that. So, yeah, a lot of times, and our guys totally understand that when we have a six-man tournament or a five-man tournament, usually the the sixes, fives go off first. They're kind of our guinea pigs, and I'll stand on the tee and say, you know what, you know what are we thinking here? Here's the distance to the pin, here's the distance to the front, et cetera, et cetera. And every player that comes by, we know the club that the previous player hit yeah. that I can share that information. And so this tournament was very unique where we had 10 guys coming through. So Coach O'Brien <laughs> was able to get the, you know, the first few guys <laughs> dialed in on the exact distance, wind direction. So the, by, by the time the, the, the top guys came along, we were able to have that number dialed in pretty well. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's part of the teamwork. That's kind of a neat thing.
0: I, I know that you were planning this this whole trip, too, and it, the fact that it's a, a Marinist type of a, a trip, so kind of the faith side of things, I, I suppose. How did that all work out, having some of these other schools coming together and bringing a lot of these young men together from different parts of the country.
1: Yeah, it was great. It's, it's, it's you know, I always say we're trying to develop our men of molar on and off the golf course, and oh, yeah. part of that is the faith-based uh, part of the molar High School, uh, being a man of molar and, and we're very fortunate to be able to uh, play golf with other schools like in the GCL or mm-hmm. travel to a place like that, and uh, it was fantastic. The, our players got along great with the other teams, and, uh, you know, they kind of understood where each was coming from, and uh, you know, that Saturday, our Saturday night we uh, stayed in the hotel and then Sunday night we woke up and or Sunday morning I'm sorry went to Palm Sunday Mass out in St. Louis and hit up St. Clement and uh, you know that that's a big part of of what we do it's not just sure. golf it's not just athletics it's not just academics but uh, you know the faith-based aspect of Muller High School is something that we promote and push and uh, we all should.
0: Oh absolutely and I think this will be something that I mean you, you mentioned that the coach that was trying to spearhead all this. Yeah. Wanting to kind of make this a yearly event. Can you see this being something that'll, that'll grow a little bit?
1: Possibly. You know, that's something that uh, I'm going to talk to Coach O'Brien about, talk to uh, Mike Asbeck about, and, uh, you know, ultimately, our parents were absolutely incredible in supporting this. This was a you know a dream of mine a few years ago to get Muller High School on the national level as far as golf, and you know now we're down in uh, North Carolina, Pinehurst over Labor Day, and now we have a tournament like this. But uh, you know, it's not cheap to uh, travel no, with no. Uh, ten guys and two coaches, and uh, yeah. our parents were were absolutely phenomenal. They uh, they all chipped in, and uh, you know we we ate well and uh, enjoyed it. <laughs> and the boys had a great time but uh also just something as simple as you know covering the entry fees for the tournament and a number of the parents had free marriott rewards points so we stayed in the hotels for free you know oh that's great that yeah. all adds up and, and and we wouldn't be able to do what we do without their support so yeah you know you know, I, I would love to I, I would love it if this tournament uh grew and uh, maybe turned into a 36 hole event because uh you know, as we were talking, it's it's a long drive uh, to and from for for 18, an 18 holes, holes yeah. and you know, at least the North Carolina trip when we're putting 10, 11 hours into a drive, it is a 36 hole event. Right. Uh, but uh, you know, it, everything starts somewhere. You know, the the Moeller Invitational is the second oldest Invitational in the state of Ohio when Coach Bonet started that back in what 90, 91. You know, that that was a very small tournament. Now it just grew, grew, grew. Sure. So. Yeah, everything starts small, and uh, we'd love to be a part of it. We I told um, the head coach of Chaminade, who his team won the tournament. He was the host team, and uh, uh, they finished second in the state of Missouri last year, so they had a oh, good, good squad. squad yeah. So, uh, But I, I mentioned to him about you know maybe his team could come in during the fall and uh, play in one of our events, like the Kenwood Invitational. Oh, yeah, that'd be kind of Yeah, great. he seemed very up for that, so I think that would be good for him to come and experience kind of uh, – what we do uh, compared to yeah. you know how they run a tournament it's kind of just
0: in reversal of how you had to handle it off-season absolutely. for yeah. Yeah. for
1: Muller be off-season for them so yeah absolutely it's
0: fascinating and, and really neat and, and I'm glad the guys got to experience something like that and obviously thanks to the parents too for really being a big part of that and making that that happen for yeah, all these definitely. young definitely great uh, lifetime memories when you get to do things like that and it is when you boys talk, don't realize right. it yet
1: uh, you're right when you talk to <laughs> Muller alumni that are my age or older younger uh, you know, a lot of their their fondest memories are these trips, are right. these you know van rides. I mean, some of the stuff that goes on in the van, you know, we're not going to talk about. Uh, <laughs> Should remain in the van. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> boys will be boys, but uh, it's 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 a lot of fun. And as a coach and uh, Coach O'Brien knows this very well. You know, when you're driving, just listening to some of their conversations. Yeah, you're like. <laughs> Did I really act like that when I was 15, 16, 17, 18? Yeah, yeah. And, and then you realize,
0: man, I'm old. So that's, that's, that's the, the self realization part that I hate. So, Andrew, right, you're young enough yet. You probably can still relate a little bit. So, being a 2011 graduate, did you have any kind of long trips like that or, or memories that, that kind of. A little flashbacks
2: to yeah, this Yeah, ab- absolutely. Uh you know, definitely driving up to Columbus uh especially kind of in my JV years. Uh you know, Coach Roth was uh, you know, a great coach. Uh definitely my that's sophomore that's year. I I always call it my sophomore year uh you know, 2009 one of my Favorite years of playing uh, more golf, I had Coach Roth and I also had Coach Mike Jones. Uh, oh, so geez. those two together was just absolutely hysterical. Oh, Abbott um, Costello, and, uh, right there. Yeah, it, so uh, you know, just taking trips like that with those two gentlemen, I can I can remember, uh, you know, Coach uh, Coach Jones. You know, whenever you would three putt, he'd sit on the side of the green, he'd throw his hat on the ground, he'd kick it around, and he'd act all he'd act all upset, and, and just stuff like that. You know, just kind of brighten your days, and just memories like that will last a lifetime.
0: So. I, I I broadcast baseball games with Coach Jones, so. I, that's that will get brought up when that, uh, that we do a baseball game together. So. If he messes up, you throw that hat down <laughs> and start kicking it around. I will do that. that, is, that is odd. Uh, he's going to be listening, so he's going to know, I can guarantee you. So. Hey, Coach Jones. Hey, hey, Coach Jones, exactly. So Our back nine with the uh, head coach of the uh, Moeller Golf Team, Dan Dunlap, and the uh, varsity gold, Andrew O'Brien, with us here. We'll take a timeout. Remember, we're looking for sponsors as well. Get a, You can get a hold of uh, Coach Dunlap. Uh, again, go through the, the website. The contact information is there. But uh, we're looking at this. We're doing it once a month right now. Then, once we get into season, when you guys have the time, I know how busy it is, but try to do it every other week as we get into the season. But looking for sponsors of the back nine and anything else that we can do. We talked about maybe going over to Sonder and uh, doing some remote broadcasts. That'd be kind of fun. So, yeah, we could definitely set something like that up. So, anyway, we'll talk more. We got uh, a lot more coming up uh, as we kind of look ahead what the guys are doing right now. Some are playing other sports and some are getting ready playing in golf tournaments. We'll talk a little bit about that as we get. Continue. It's the Back Nine with Moeller Golf, right here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.
1: At Robert Half, we know finding the right employees is a job in itself, and it's a job we love. You see, Robert Half isn't just a staffing firm, we're people. People who believe in finding the right people to fit your company's needs. Because employees who are a good fit are more productive, more engaged. Finding a great candidate isn't easy. But at Robert Half, we know it's possible. Robert Half, the experts in accounting, finance, IT, legal, marketing, and administrative staffing. Learn more at roberthalf.com radio.
0: We're back on the back nine with Moeller golf coach Dan Dunlap and the varsity gold coach Andrew O'Brien. I'm Greg Winnell. And boy man we went very very long in that first segment. I can't believe we we talked as, as much as we did. I think we covered just about everything we needed to talk about but except for what the guys are doing right now. And and I'm interested to you know how many guys are, are playing other sports did you have to did you take everybody that you were hoping to take because maybe some were playing some other sports.
1: Yeah, actually, we did. We took our returning 10 varsity players. We had two seniors that obviously won't be playing next year, moving on to college. So it worked out great. We do have a, a number of kids in the program that are playing, I think, volleyball. I think there's lacrosse, a couple in baseball. But uh, didn't affect this tournament. But, uh, you know, right now is spring break for Moeller High School. So get this. Our, our tournament in St. Louis ended. We've got one of our players is in San Antonio, Texas, practicing down there. We've got two of our guys in Alabama at the Robert Trent Jones course all week. We've got one, two, three, four guys down in Florida right now playing in different uh, tournaments and practicing down there. So it's um, pretty amazing uh, the time, effort, energy our guys are putting in already. And, And they're serious about it. We have... I always say potential is a dangerous word, and we have the potential (laughs) to be a very good golf team this coming fall, and our guys know it, but also our guys need to put the time, effort, energy into making sure we reach that potential and and get to where we know we can get.
0: I mean, I think that's got to be exciting, but I I think cautiously optimistic. Is is that more like the the term that you need to use when you you see guys that are that committed? And is that – New is that something that you did when you were a player, or or even Andrew when when you were a player? Did you try to to get around to different tournaments and and better your game in the off season?
2: Yeah, absolutely. All season tournaments are crucial they're very important it kind of gives you that competitive aspect outside of for the sure. season uh, so when you step up on august 1st on the first tee of tryouts which is a tournament tryouts our turn uh, is a tournament and uh you, you're, you're there you experience the uh the thrill of that first tee shot and you experience tournament golf uh it, tournament golf is completely different than playing on the weekends with your buddies so you know, playing off season tournaments is very crucial for our uh, team
0: I, I can only imagine and and speaking of tournament golf we mentioned it briefly you guys coming back from st louis over the last weekend, you said you stopped and watched the Masters. What was that experience like to, to be able to share that with these guys uh, on a golf trip, watching maybe one of the more memorable golf rounds of golf and tournaments, finishing out yeah. tournaments?
1: So I was talking to one of the players at B Dubs that uh, the last time Tiger Woods won a major was 2008 in Torrey Pines in California. So you're talking 11 years ago. Yeah. They're like in first grade. (laughs) They're seven years old. These guys don't remember watching Tiger win. And to see him win on the back nine like that, you know, the whole world was watching. But for us to be there as a golf program, and, and Coach and I are obviously old enough to remember when he was playing at the top of his game. And for these kids to witness it firsthand and see the, the, the crowds going nuts and the Tiger roars yeah. that uh, they've never seen before. They've never seen him win a major and be able to articulate and understand what this is. Yeah. It was really a cool experience, and we, we had a great time watching it.
0: I, to, to think that the only thing they knew about Tiger Woods is like a history book or something. <laughs> I mean, Versus <laughs> us having had a chance to, to actually see how dominant sure. he was in his heyday and, and to know – as a person, everything that that he's fought back from, too, to 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 reach that level. I mean, that was just such a special – I mean, it gave you chills watching yeah. it. And then when he got to hug his kids after that, I lost it. Yeah, was, when you're talking about
1: uh, <laughs> getting golf on the global scale, Tiger is good for the game of golf. Oh, for and, sure. And when you're looking at, you know, the day after the Masters, a couple days after the Ma- all the big news outlets, which never cover golf – all they're talking is golf and yeah. Tiger and Jack Nicholas's record. And you know what? That's great for us. That's so great for our boys to be able to watch this and know that that this game is growing and we're part of something special, this game of golf. And it's it's great to see uh, it kick off the right way at the Masters.
0: Yeah, Coach Roth mentioned it when he was here last time, too, and I remember him saying this, you know, that, that golf kind of took a, a little dip as far as popularity. I mean, it almost kind of goes hand-in-hand hand with Tiger Woods. I mean, when you think about the, the late – I don't know, maybe early '90s, you know, late '80s, early '90s, and you know, through the '90s, and how popular golf was, and how tough it was to, to find rounds of golf, uh, especially on the weekend or whatever. And then when Tiger kind of took his little mm-hmm. dip, so did the sport. I guess I never really kind of correlated the two hand in hand, but
1: yeah, yeah big correlation with yeah, uh, Tiger absolutely. and golf, without a doubt. Uh, it's it's you know it's great to see.
0: What, uh, so what's going on? I know we got the Moeller Golf Classic that, that helps the whole athletic department, but how much do you, does the golf team get involved with the, the golf outing? It's going to be on July 15th, July 15th yeah. at the Oasis Golf Club.
1: Yeah. You know, we don't do a ton with it. It's more of uh, you know, the development, uh, aspect of Moeller High School, you know, fundraiser for the athletic department. So it's not specific to the golf program. It's just a golf classic, uh, Coach O'Brien and I played in a number of years. We usually get a team of the coaches. But you Do guys win, and have of a course. Uh, uh, you know, <laughs> There's some good teams out there. Uh, actually, I think the uh, Moeller Golf parents have someone uh, last year or two years ago. So, yeah, it's a fun time to go out there. You know, We've got that coming up in July, but we also have in June our uh, father-son uh, Mo- uh, summer golf trip for the Moeller Golf Program, which is fantastic. We're going to have close to 40 guys going up to uh, – northeast of Columbus called the Virtues Golf Club and Denison Golf Club. So we'll go up on a Friday and uh, we do this awesome Ryder Cup format where it's uh, <laughs> last year was team blue versus team gold. I was captain of team blue, coach was captain team gold. We did a draft at a B-dubs based on <laughs> handicap with all the players and dads and we had blue hats and gold hats and uh, we nicknamed it uh the the Gold Rush because the gold team came out just swinging and they put us in a hole early the first two and a half days and then The blue wave mounted a huge comeback on the last day to pull out the victory. So uh, it it was so much fun, though, and it's just such great camaraderie for us to be able to, as coaches, not only have fun with the kids, but we get to know the parents well, and then the dads are able to play with other kids. And it's just great for, you know, two and a half days. All we do is play golf, and then we go out to eat at night for team dinner. So it's just a a ton of fun.
0: That sounds like it would be a a, a great – Lasting memory. Andrew, did they have things like that? I mean, was there a summer golf outing like that Father yeah. something thing? Yeah,
2: Coach Bonet would uh, would organize it. We would go down to Fairfield Glade, Tennessee, actually. Oh, um, yeah, so about five-and-a-half-hour drive, and I went uh, about four years. Uh, my brother would go, my dad would go, and uh, it was fantastic. We would play three straight days of 36 holes and then 18 holes on the last day and drive home. It was uh, oh, wow. definitely some of my mo- more fond memories of molar golf, kind of talking about building the camaraderie. It's it's crucial. It's a, uh, it's a great part of our program and uh, something amazing that we do offer for each and every year.
0: Did you realize then that it would be
2: lasting memories for for your whole life too? Uh, You know, in the moment, I never really think you do. You know, until you kind of look back on it, you know, a couple years uh, later when, you know, it's that first July and you're not going down. You're like, man, I wish I was going, you know? And uh, (laughs) that's when it kind of, and then it gets further and further away. And, uh, so you had to come yeah. back and coach so you could do it again. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so. And uh, Columbus is just as good uh, just as good as Fairfield Glade, especially that Ryder Cup format. Yeah, the Ryder Cup it's format. Fantastic. That's kind of fun.
0: Yeah, so. yeah.
1: yeah, it was so much fun last year. And I give a lot of credit to uh, Tim Toten, who organized it. He was the dad of uh, Tyler Toten, who was a senior captain this past year. And, uh, you know, we went from just kind of a stroke play format where uh, – a lot of people, you know, a lot of the dads coming out that don't play a ton of golf. They just didn't want to chase their ball for 130 shots around. it. <laughs> so we went to this team format, you know, Ryder Cup style. And it helps uh, us old guys. Yeah, it was it was a blast. So we're we're definitely doing that again this year. And the the kids are all pumped and psyched. And we've got the Molar Cup, an actual trophy that we play for. And. Uh, yeah, it's it's fantastic.
0: Well, send us pictures. That stuff we can put on the website. Absolutely, and, and have fun with that. So, well, golf seems like it's in good uh, good shape right now. Fun outing uh, last weekend. So glad you everybody's back safe and sound. Yeah. And we'll get together again about a month from now, and, and we'll talk and see how things have progressed from there, and maybe get a little bit more on, on what's going to happen with the golf out uh, the uh, the summer golf trip. Yeah. As it were, and what the guys are all up to. Yeah, so.
1: we're uh, already set date for May fifteenth at three o'clock. We're going to be right back here, and I'm bringing two of my. Uh, – will be seniors that uh, this coming fall. Excellent, uh, Ryan Kelly and Ethan Holly, and. Uh, They're going to come in studio with us and talk about their experience over the past three years and uh, looking forward to this coming fall and get their take on things.
0: Yeah, and as they're thinking about it, what it'll be fun to get their mindset now and then what it is maybe (laughs) this time next year, not next month but next year and see what their mindset is. So, well, Andrew, great meeting you as well, and and great, best of luck and great luck with uh, everything that's going to happen for you guys this upcoming season. Excited to talk more about it as we move through, and I know you'll be back in here and hopefully we'll see you uh, out on a somewhere, too. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me. There you go. That is Andrew O'Brien, coach of the uh, Varsity Gold, and Dan Dunlap, he is head coach of More Varsity. I'm Greg Waddell. We appreciate you listening. Again, get in touch with Dan Dunlap. You want to help us support this? Uh, looking for sponsors for the Back 9. And again, get, get in touch with Coach Dunlap, and, and we can uh, get you more information, some analytics, and all that fun stuff about how many people are actually watching us or even uh, listening into us. And you can listen uh, on demand whenever you want to. So, yep. guys, great seeing you. Have a great uh, month of the rest of the month of April. Happy Easter to, to both. Both of you, and we'll catch up next month.
1: Yep, thanks, Greg. Always appreciate coming on here. Yep,
0: good times as well. So appreciate you listening again. Our Back Nine with molar Golf here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.